0: What's going on, guys? Welcome back to The Break Room. Make sure to punch your ticket and clock out. Today's Sunday, June 21st, and I want to welcome you guys back to another episode of the Pre-Market Roast with your hosts, Sebastian Ruiz and Zachary Cassio. Welcome back, guys. Hope you guys had a great, safe, uh, COVID-free weekend. I know me and Zach hit the links this Saturday, uh, hit some balls, played a good round of golf, and uh, we're here giving you guys the top... Stock picks of the week. Back at it again. Brother, how are you?
1: I'm all right. I want to say uh, also happy Father's Day to everybody. We want to
0: As well. Thank of course, our fathers happy Father's to
1: everything. Our fathers are maybe some people's fathers aren't aren't the best, but overall dads are are pretty great and they keep your your head straight.
0: I would agree. Big shout out to all the fathers um that are supporting their children and doing great things in the world yes, very true. and with that being said i want to quickly brief we're going to be going over last week's picks as well as giving you guys the top three picks this week zach we want to talk about maybe um you know our our, our big rider our uh, our selecta
1: yeah, I think um, she finally started to show up towards the end of the week, Thursday and Friday. She started playing hardball with us, which I love. She went up Thursday a good amount, went up Friday a good amount. Now we're going to see Monday if she's going to continue. I'm actually still holding my shares on that company just because I actually saw another stock that came out and said they got $75 million up front, a potential $800 million in royalties, and they doubled to $11 in one day. This stock's still at $3. They got a hundred million front and potentially 630 million in royalties. So they're practically in the same ballpark. If anything, this stock might go to, I mean, I, I just, I feel like I can't sell out until I see it hit like four or five, just because of how much upside potential there is with this new contract. And every stock that's getting contracts like this is going double digits. So.
0: Yeah, the, the, the PR that's going on with this stock is absolutely bananas and um, it not having a breakout yet is concerning, but it's also exciting because as Zach said, he's holding his position I as well as holding my position very deep into the company because we really believe this can go to four and maybe even five easily with, with the PR that's come out, especially with its new research license agreement with Serpata Therapeutics. Uh, they're actually a, a company uh, that's worth uh, $170 a share. So with the PR that's out with this with this company, we see no reason for this to be in the threes.
1: Um, oh, yeah. Did that come out after next we week? dropped our Wednesday episode, that second
0: it did, yeah. That yeah. the Serpata news came out uh, Thursday morning, actually. So right after we uploaded it, that that news, that research license uh, agreement yes. did come out, which is e- uh, even more PR, which is just adding more fuel to the fire. And when that f- when that fire catches, this thing is going to go back to where it was uh, two weeks ago in the fours, and maybe even higher. So me and Zach are definitely holding this this uh This play right now um, where we, like like we like to say, confirmation validation, entry, and exit we just haven 't felt it is the right time to get out there 's way too much upside there 's way too much good news, and we 're not valid we 're not we 're not content with how much we 've made because we know it can go higher so for those that are still holding selecta, keep the hands tight, keep the hands strong and uh, i I personally believe uh, that we we will see results this week uh, and uh, going into our other picks, uh, CNHI Industrials had had a pretty good week. We saw a good a good amount of movement from it into the sixes and the sevens. Not the big percentages that we were hoping for, but Nicola also had a bit of a slow week, kind of trading sideways. Not a lot of big news came came out of Nicola. They were kind of holding in the sixties. Um, and like we did say on Wednesday's episode. That company, since it is manufacturing their uh, their trucks, is kind of trading uh, based on what Nicole is doing. But like we did kind of mention as well, the pre-orders for the first electric vehicle start the 29th. So keep it on the watch list because it might have, with, with that date kind of coming up, it might have some sort of movement. Uh, some Maybe a pre-anticipatory run uh, before the pre-orders begin. And uh, Zach, our last pick was select uh, CNHI uh, Genius Brands. Yeah. What are we thinking about? Genius, that uh, that dirty girl.
1: Yeah, that dirty girl. I'll tell you that, man. She, she kind of. I mean, she went Monday was a nice little uptrend, and then opened a little bit higher Tuesday. But I mean, she's kind of been selling off since. I kind of just at this point, I'm kind of, I'm kind. I think it's over overshot at this point. Genius is in the past. It wasn't a great pick. It kind of. It was. A, it would have been a great pick if we would have called it out the week before, but. I think by the time we called it out, it kind of just settled down. And, I mean, this upcoming week it might shoot back to four because it's a little low right now. But I'm, I'm not going to advise anyone to kind of get in it just because of how much. I mean, yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger is going to be a significant investor. Yeah, I think there's a, a big, big-time big director that came in and is going to direct one of the, the shows they have produced. So, I mean – they got good things coming out on them, but as far as me, I, I'm kind of just going to keep it on the watch list. Wait for that big momentum catalyst to come in. If I see it happen, I might get back in again. But until then, I'm kind of just going to sit it on the sides.
0: Yeah, and like we always say every single episode, you know, we are not, uh, we are not here as official licensed advisory picks these are all our due diligence our opinions our research so before you make any decisions uh, monetary decisions do your own research look for your entry points look for aggressive points these are all picks based on our research and what we feel is going to be beneficial for us so always do your own research but with that being said yeah um, my take on genius uh it did it did have a big sell-off at the end of the week we saw it go into the the high twos um Kind of finding a wall at the 280s, um, but I had read an article saying that uh, they were trying to expand their streaming with Amazon Prime in the U.S. and Alibaba in China. Uh, those being some of the biggest, you know, more, the biggest Chinese company and the biggest American company, kind of stirred up some some thoughts in my head. But kind of, I'm agreeing with kind of what Zach said. It's I'm kind of going to put it onto the side, keep an eye on it. Maybe if it drops lower. Uh, look for another good confirmation point, uh, but for now not really very interested in it. The only, the only way I see Genius going back to, you know, the uncharted waters of the 8s uh, and the 7s and that area where it was is if, um, you know, they step up in terms of maybe an app. Uh, get on ios get on android a well-working app run the ads through the app, which is how they're going to be making revenue And get something really really, you know structured uh, kind of like a netflix type vibe going on um, That that would be great for them. But as of now the apps buggy. It's only on android. It's very glitchy It only has like a few reviews. So um, Time is going to be the t- uh, genius's best friend So we're, we're going to have to see it's going to be on the side and and we'll keep a we'll keep an eye on her
1: exactly but
0: Now transitioning into our top three stock picks for this week. Now you guys know that this
1: real quick before we go into those three, there was just one stock for a bonus stock we put out. I'd say two weeks ago, Wrap Technologies (WRTC). And if you guys were following that from when we put it out, yeah, it didn't go up from when we put it out. It kind of dropped off heavy from the nines down to the low sixes. And then this last week it it shot from the low sixes to all the way to the tens. So if anyone had was watching that from when we put it on there on the bonus stock of the week watch list, if anyone had it on their watch list watching it and got in, congrats to you. I missed that. I wish I would have seen it at six because I would have known it was undervalued, and I would have gotten in, but it is what it is. There's plenty more plays, including three great ones we got for you today.
0: Yeah, just to add a quick one on that, Rap Tech, there's the different uh, police departments are starting to uh, uh, acquire their Bola Wrap product, which was the body uh, restrainer that me and Zach had talked about. So, definitely, Rap Technologies is such a great company that's really you know trying to revolutionize and do something great for policing. Uh, so definitely, yeah, that great. That was a great confirmation at six, and and well deserved run to ten. Anybody that who got in on that, congratulations, and hopefully made some good money on it. But going uh, like Zach said, we got three piping hot plays this week. Three piping hot pancakes piping coming on. your way. On. And uh, Zach, you want to tell them a little bit about XPSS?
1: Yeah. So this is going to be our first one. SPXS is is the. The bear of the SPY, it's a three times. So for every 1%, the SPXS goes down. The SP or the SPY, which is the ETF for the S&P 500, for every 1% that that goes down, the SPX goes up 3%. So it's a triple of whatever's actually happening with the S&P 500.
0: So it's a triple negative multiplier of the S&P 500. Exactly. And
1: we're going to just transition a little bit about what we're thinking about the overall market right now because i mean the overall market kind of does play a big role in movement of every single st- sector of stocks and if you guys look at the one month or the three month on on the s p 500 on the dow as well you'll see how it kind of peaked last week and then since then it, it dropped off heavy huge last friday and then kind of rode back up a little bit, but didn't get back to the highs that it hit the week before and now started another downtrend back down again. And what that see, what that means to me is that not only that, this latest weekend, a lot of stuff has been coming out with coronavirus cases going through the roof. PGA a lot of Tours, bad PR. Yeah, PGA Tour people are getting it. More, I mean, Ezekiel Elliott got it last week. athletes getting it athletes in general are getting it, which is bad because they might end up pushing the, the start to that even further than what they anticipated. I know they're anticipating bringing back the NBA, but if more and more NBA players are getting the coronavirus, that's going to be a hard possibility to see come true, which is very detrimental to the market. We might see a huge sell off again, which is what I'm, that's why we have this stock on our watch list this week is just because of of what I'm seeing on the, on the trend, it didn't get to what it was before and it's on a downtrend again. So I have a feeling that this next week isn't going to be the best for the market. I think there's going to be some sell-offs. I know that the real estate investment trust companies are coming out with earnings and a few of them are like, they went from positive, like 40 cents a share to now negative $15 a share. So the real estate investment trust sector is getting hammered, which means people are not having the, supplemental income they need to be able to pay for their their bills and their mortgages which is which is a little alarming
0: yeah that all ties uh back to what zach was saying that those numbers all tie back to loss of jobs and, and the unemployment numbers that we see coming out uh every thursday even though we had some great numbers from the month of may come out uh there's still people being unemployed small businesses that can't uh get back starting up so um, this week is actually the first week that we're that one of our picks isn't really like a solid uh, stock with with Catalyst. This week uh, is our first time we're g- going to be actually uh, betting against the market, uh, thinking that it is going to go down. Like Zach said, a lot of negative PR uh, at the end of the last week into this weekend, uh, with cases spiking, more people getting sick, uh, public fear mongrels, and uh, you know different articles. Um, and, and, the, and the confirmations there, I mean, you know, we've we've heard all the talks. Oh, the second wave is coming. This, the, that was only the first dip. The second one's coming. I'm not saying that the market's going to crash again. I'm not saying that it's going to crash. But I'm saying uh, keep an eye on it because if we do see a sell-off in the initial, in the beginning of the week, maybe Monday morning, even Tuesday morning, uh, we we could be potentially seeing a red week. And, hey, that happens. Just exactly. like we see exploding green weeks. Exploding days, 100 percenters left and right, 300 percenters. Last week, the uh, a lot of the companies run by black individuals and black board members absolutely skyrocketing, 300, 400, 500 percent. We're going to see red weeks, and this week we think we might see one. So, um, you know take it as it is, do your own research. But that is yep. just, you know, our personal opinion for the, the first pick of the week, the XPSS
1: and yeah, the futures are down as well, which, which kind of gives us a little insight into what people are doing. I mean, they even sold off heavier after hours on Friday than they did all day throughout the trading day. It's down more after hours alone than it was all trading day. So I think people are getting a little more risk. They're getting a little more open to, to the risk that's involved with the market right now. I mean yeah a lot of people threw money in right when right when it got low and then they're like oh i don't want to miss out on the on the rise but now we we might see a, a little bit of a downtrend i think it might break below 300 on the uh spy if you want me to be honest with you
0: and if we do see a break under 300 you know that 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 could be another strong indication that it could even go even lower exactly. i mean i mean if we if we if we do do look at it um if it, if it goes back near those lows uh, it's it's oh, a positive side is it's going to be a good time to get back in. I mean, if we do see another v another v rebound, um, it's a good time to get back in. So, uh, that's just one of our picks for this week. Um, another one of our picks is going to be CLVS Clovis Oncology, and these guys are actually doing some really revolutionary things regarding uh, cancer treatment, specifically ovarian and prostate treatment. Um, they're actually going to be presenting at the ASCO conference, which is this week, and hopefully potentially giving some updates regarding their Phase 3 study uh, with their ovarian cancer. And some of the good things with these guys, actually, I don't know if I said it, but the, ticket, the ticketer is CLVS. Um, they already have a medicine on the market, fully FDA approved for uh, prostate cancer. It is called Rubrica. It is an alternative um, for prostate cancer, an alternative uh, treatment, and is, it is actually an active substitute for chemotherapy. So a lot of people are actually recommending if the patient is not suitable for chemotherapy that uh, Clovis Oncology's Medicine Rubrica is a great uh, alternative to, to take. Uh, some other great news about it is that they actually have a price target of twenty nine dollars and they're right now currently sitting around the sixes. I mean, Zach, these guys with with what they're doing with cancer, and already having a cancer drug treatment on the market, I, I they and and you know with the with PR that's come out, they could even use uh, the rubrica drug that they've that they've successfully created to use it as a guideline to maybe have a successful phase three for their ovarian study.
1: Yeah, they definitely could, and and on that price target. I mean, they were two price targets that came out which are above 25 dollars on this stock and it's literally only at six dollars and 90 cents right now which means that there's multiple price targets that are in indicating more than a 300 increase which i mean when i see that there's got to be room to be made up i mean even if it only goes up like 30 percent, there's still huge upside between the current share price and then that one year goal target price and when you when I see target prices that high from the current price, they're gonna go up. It's not a matter of if they're gonna go up; it's a matter of when they're gonna go up. And right now, especially, they're actually sitting at a nice little range. They're at six ninety. Their supports right around $650, six fifty, six forty, and they've been testing the seven fifties for a minute now. They hit they hit like ten dollars twice back in April and May. They've been testing the, the 750s now, so they're probably and support is rising. So the support's going up, and they're testing. And I have a feeling. I'm not gonna lie here. I'm getting that epizyme feeling that it's gonna break that that resistance and go back to the tens. And especially yeah, and when it used also
0: to even hit seven, a high of 17 in December, you know,
1: pre-COVID. Exactly, which is which is always good. And and they really haven't had any negative news come out of them recently. They they haven't come out with any. Missed endpoints, primary or secondary, which is always good when they're meeting all their endpoints and they have past experience of getting drugs to the market. That's exactly what you want. And high price targets. I mean, these price targets are humongous compared to the current share price. So there's definitely room to grow, and that's and that's only a one year price target. So there's there's definitely there's definitely some room to grow. And this is definitely a probably great gonna be one of our one of our big picks. You think this is going to be our whole star pick of the week there, Sebastian?
0: I actually think that it, it can, yeah. I'm going to give it right right now. Live live for you guys. Cha-ching. the stamp of approval for this week. We're giving CLVS the star pick of the week. Keep your guys' eye on it. And hopefully, um, at the ASCO conference, we can maybe get some updates regarding phase three, maybe some new deals, a new contract, a new partnership, anything that'll maybe send this thing going. So definitely keep your eye on it. And with that, Zach, tell them a little bit about our third pick.
1: So, our third pick is going to be Zenerba Pharmaceuticals. The uh, ticker symbol is going to be ZYNE. And, you know, this is a great company they're they're once again in with a lot of the autism spectrum disorder they're they're another biopharm company and they most recently reported positive top line phase two results from their exploratory open label which means that both patient and researchers are fully informed and no information is withheld whatsoever for autism spectrum disorder and and on top of that their data was considered statistically significant I mean, which is always good. And there's a little quote that they said right here. I'm going to read it out to you guys that the CEO actually said, we are very encouraged by the compelling top line results of the bright trial. And we expect to meet with the FDA to discuss the clinical pathway for developing Zygel for the treatment of behavioral symptoms of ASD in the second half of this year, which means it's coming up soon. Zinerva's chairman and chief executive officer says, our goal is to develop Zygel for patients suffering from debilitating neuropsychiatric disorders, including ASD, Fragile X syndrome, which I've seen another company tried to make a treatment for and missed their primary and secondary endpoints. So if this this company really makes something happen out of that, this will make this thing shoot because there's nothing out on the market for Fragile X syndrome. Also, 22Q, I don't really know what that is, and DEE. I want to thank the patients, families and physicians, clinical staff, and the Zenerba team for their support of this key study in ASD, which is that autism spectrum disorder. And I mean, the great thing about this is they also have a huge pipeline. They have so many stocks that aren't in phase one trials. They're already in at least phase two. So they're getting close to that FDA approval. There's a lot of money to be made in all of these categories because there's really no treatments for them right now. So they kind of be first in class. And first in class is huge. Anytime you have a first in class drug, when it gets approved, everyone is going to be using it that needs it, which means there's going to be a huge market cap on it.
0: Yeah, and as well as as well as all that great that you know those great PR that is coming out with their top line uh, ADS uh, data, they also uh, just recently acquired a new price target of twenty four dollars uh, and an overweight um, buy buy order. So. I mean, and another thing I wanted to touch on that, that I found really interesting in what, in what Zach said, an exploratory open label study. Now, what does that kind of ring in my bell? Open label, which where the researchers and the participants are fully transparent and nothing is withheld, that for me kind of signals uh, reliability and, you know, authenticity and the pro- professional, like, full, full transparency, I mean, I feel like these guys are confident in what they're doing with, with top line. I mean, using words like top line, statistically significant, very encouraged by compelling results. I mean, these guys are telling their patients everything that's going on, good and bad. I feel like they they really got something on their hands here if they're being completely open with, with their study and their findings.
1: Yeah, I'm just going to say right now, though. It did hit 640, it closed at 643 on Thursday and then dropped on Friday. And previously, the previous resistance was, they closed at 648 on May 22nd and then ended up dropping all the way down to 473. So I'm going to let you guys know right now, see, I wouldn't get in immediately, wait for that sign of an uptrend, maybe put a little simple moving average, exponential moving average on your chart so you see whether or not it's going to break through that simple moving average that's probably going to be my validation for it but i will i'm going to let you guys know right now this isn't a stock that i want you guys to dive into right monday morning because it could continue down i mean friday was the first day that it went down from that previous resistance so it might go down a little bit but when it finds that support i definitely think you should get in because this thing is going to keep going for sure it's not going to stop at that six 48 that it did before. It's going to break through that. It's not a question of how or if it will or not. It's a question, it's a question of, of when. when. It definitely will. I mean, they've got great things coming out. And on top of that, I'm pretty sure, aren't they also presenting at that conference?
0: Uh, No, they actually presented at the Jeffries Conference, which was last week.
1: Okay, so they're not presenting. But I mean, even if they're not presenting, they've got great data on their hands. They've got nice trials running through all phase two and up, which is great, which means they made it through phase one. No problem. No, no downside. The only, the only thing in, in this is, is we just want to make sure that something else comes out in the near future. There hasn't been much news besides just the fact that they got an upgraded price target to $24 on May or May 28th. Other than that, there really hasn't been much from them, but we're expecting something from them soon, especially now that they got that upgraded price target, they they need to drop a little bit to be a little bit more transparent. We see that they really are transparent already with that open label phase two stop, study. So they definitely want to make sure their investors knows what, go, knows what is going on. But that's all I'm going to say is watch for that support. Once you see that support, definitely get in it because it's going to run. And it's gonna yeah get, it's
0: going to what I would record. touch on for that is um, they want to keep their investors and and their shareholders and their patients full full transparent and and up to date so a good PR uh, tick this week could send this into a like what Zach said crossing uh, a moving average crossing into uh, great territory for uh, the the relative strength index and Really starting that uptrend, a good PR tick could really send this thing on a on a great uptrend and going and going and striding towards that price target. Um, what we mentioned earlier about the XPXs and and the market uh, ha- possibly going down this week, I personally my confirmation point would probably be uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be looking for maybe a sell off on Monday, uh, pre market early morning, and then uh, hopefully around lunchtime if if it has found that support uh haven't waiting on the time to get back in and i think that would be a great entry maybe a sell-off on monday see it uh hold its own and and be strong at support and then finding a great entry point maybe maybe in the high fives i would love a high a little high five action
1: exactly we're gonna see who actually is holding this stock more than they were before because if it doesn't go back down to that previous support level that means a lot more people are holding long-term, which is what you want to see. More people are holding long-term. They're expecting that long-term growth, and that's what we want because that's what we're expecting as well.
0: We want strong hands. We want strong hands. We want catalysts, and we want news, and that's what you're getting here. Pipe and hot plays, piping hot news. I want to thank you guys so much for checking back in. You guys' support every single week, literally – like means the world to bo- the both of us we, we love doing this And we're glad that we can help so many of you You know, Pick up a new hobby If it's just a hobby Or maybe pick up a passion that you didn't know you had And, and get it going uh, Hopefully you guys are making some money uh, Definitely keep um, I just wanted to reiterate this A lot of the plays we're giving you guys I'm, I'll even say this All the plays we've given you guys Are not pump and dumps Are not pump and dumps all the plays I've, I feel like personally that we've given you guys are great companies that have great futures and that have the potential to go even higher in the future. They're not pumping dumps. So don't don't disregard uh, last week's when, when... Keep an eye on them. Like, exactly. like Zach said, Rap Tech found confirmation, went to 10. These stocks don't just go and then disappear they stay present and they're always finding they're always they're always on the way so definitely just keep keep an eye on the old ones but definitely these these new ones for this week are coming in piping hot
1: yeah definitely just add each if you guys add each one of the stocks that we give you to a watch list that you have and just look at them every single day and look for that support level i guarantee you will find stocks that we've already talked about that just hit their fresh support and are ready to push back up And that's the easiest way to make money in the market. It's just if you buy at support and sell at resistance, you will make money 100% of the time. It's all about buying at support because you do not want to buy when it's already ran. You don't want to sell when it's down. You want to make sure you're buying when it's already down. So there's really hardly any downside risk. And then selling when you feel like you've made the right amount of gains.
0: Yeah it's all about hedging your risks And like we always say and like personally You guys hear me blabbing about every week Know your entry points and know your exit points Do not get in a stock When it's tumbling down a cliff Get in it when you see the strong hands Are holding and it's not going any lower That's when it's time Zach's flexing right here on the cam Because we only got strong hands over here We're strong handers And, and we want to make money and We want to make you guys money So with that being said Zach anything else?
1: yeah honestly just thank you guys so much for for tuning in and keeping us going to keep wanting to make you guys these podcasts because honestly we want every single person that listens to this to have more money the week that we come out the next week every week we want you guys to be building your portfolios because at the end of the day who doesn't like a little financial security blanket everybody needs money sooner or later you might not think it's important now but it's important and you might as well get a nice strong financial foundation with people that at least know a little bit about what they're doing.
0: Yep, 100%, and and it's always a great skill to pick up. Knowing what's going on with the economy and the market is a great skill to have, even if you just like watching it and you you don't want to risk that money. It's all good. Um, It's a great skill to have, and we hope that you guys can be just as successful as us. Um, I want to thank you guys so much for checking in the break room. Now go clock back in, and we'll catch you guys on the next episode. Thank you guys so much. Peace. Peace out, boys.